Welcome back to The Coven. I'm your host, Shweta Sundarajan, and I am the legendary Wicked Witch of the Sound Waves. Joining me today is... Sam Shipe, the legendary witch of Remixed. That's right. Check out Remixed, another bite podcast. Sure. I mean, <laughs> we're on the coven now, but you should also check out Remixed because it is a fantastic podcast. Also, shamelessly plug yourself wherever you go. I mean, number one rule of any journalist. <laughs> gotta... I'm trying to get an internship this summer. Someone help. Same. Um, but... Aside from internships, because that's just stressful in itself, let's talk about a much lighter and fun topic, um, Jojo Siwa. Um, So recently, the 17-year-old YouTuber, uh, Dance Moms alumni, uh, she's just, you may know her. Child personality. Child personality. You may know her her as the sparkly rainbow girl. um, With the bow in her hair. With the bow in her hair and the um, alarmingly receding hairline that I'm very concerned (laughs) for. What? Well, okay, here's the thing. Um, She always puts her hair up in like a very tight ponytail, and I'm very concerned for her hairline because that is not good for your hair at all. Um, And she uses a lot of hairspray, which, again, is not very good for your hair at all. But aside from... She has enough money to fix her hairline. Sure. It's been done. Sure. I mean, I don't want to go into those, like, hair ads of, like... (laughs) I saw this one ad where they're like, yeah, you can just spray something on your head and it's going to, like, make your hair look fuller. Have you seen, like, Elon Musk, though? I mean, yeah. Like, he was balding, balding. And then he got hair back? And then, like, now he looks like he has full head of hair. Rich and it pe- looks natural. Rich people can do rich anything. Because rich people can do whatever they want. Rich people can do anything. Yeah, man. exactly. Um, Money can't buy you happiness. I'm going to disagree with that, <laughs> but... Um, the only way for me to test that is to have millions of dollars and then see if I'm happy. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, but moving on. Um, so, Jojo Siwa, the rich personality, mm-hmm. she came out as queer on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um on like, on like January 23rd, um, I think like, so that's like a couple of days ago. And so she basically post, uh, posted a photo of her with a t-shirt on that said best gay cousin ever on Twitter. And um, previously before she did this like big reveal, she um, posted a couple of hints per se on TikTok. Um, I think she, um, there was like a TikTok TikTok of her like dancing um, with like members of the Pride House in LA, um, and she was like li- li- lip syncing to Ladies Gaga, Lady, Lady Gaga's Gaga. Born yeah. This Way and stuff. So a lot of people were like, "Hmm, is JoJo Siwa?" So she's a Lady Gaga gay, not a Britney Spears gay. There's a big difference. Well, how so? I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory, hmm. but like it's it's a little bit difficult to explain because like I'm very clearly Lady Gaga. Okay. But like the the Britney stands, I don't know. I just that's not my vibe. My vibe is Lady Gaga. Okay. I can I can see that. I can I can feel mm-hmm. that. Um so obviously with her coming out as gay, she's gotten a lot of hate and, and backlash. She got swatted like less than half an hour after coming yeah. out, I think. Yeah. Um what do you and feel I, about I don't know that? if she got swatted because of that. I just know she got swatted like almost simultaneously, like right after. So, like, it's very possible that that's why. But. Probably. I mean, um, I I saw, like, a 
comment from like some mom that says my kids will never watch you again and like the icon she is she just commented with okay and everyone just went wild i mean yeah there's i mean i think that's kind of like one of the one of if not like the only best ways to like respond to that because like getting into an argument with someone in a comment section is never smart it doesn't work because they're already convinced of what they believe, especially when it comes to something like that. So, like, you getting heated is only going to bring the worst out in you. Like, they've already shown you in that that they're already the worst. And all that's going to happen is you're going to stoop down to their level, you right. know? Even if you come at them with facts, logic, etc., it's not going to help at all. It just um, applies for any type of argument. Yeah, it's if you if you want to have a debate or something like that, you don't do it in a comment section. And I think I think it's you know she was very classy in that she was just like okay, like that's fine. Um, and in that like you know she said more in that like one word mm-hmm. than you know an entire argument in a comment section would have because she could have just been like, uh, you know. Screw you. you know, she, could, she could have taken the low road, but she took the high road. And in response, like, you know, she just, I don't know. I, I respect that because it's very, it's very mature of her to just yeah. be like, okay, that's fine. And in, in the end, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. And when those kids grow up and they're going to be like, I wonder why my mom, like, didn't let me watch Jojo Siwa anymore. And they find out it's because she's gay. Then they're either going to agree because they've been brainwashed by their mother or they're going to be like, that was the dumbest thing ever. Like, and then probably support JoJo at that point in their lives again. Probably. I mean, um, on her Instagram live that I watched about her addressing, like, her Mm -hmm. coming out, she was super positive. She was just like, I'm surrounded by love. I'm just so happy. Like, I just feel like myself. And when you see that and when you see someone who's just so happy for themselves, it's like, how can you be angry at them? Yeah. Like, she's just so positive and her entire message is just positivity. So I'm like... How can you like? How can you be mad at her? Also, she's seventeen. I mean, she yeah, she's she's still a kid. Like she's still a kid, but she's also like becoming an adult. Like she's yeah. not like she's not her little dance mom's like. Well, and I, I think it I think it kind of shows that she is oh, like maybe it's because she's had to grow up as a child star, but she's definitely more mature for her age than I think a lot of us would have been in that situation. For sure, yeah. Um, like if I like all of a sudden like woke up with that amount of following at seventeen years old, and I decided to come out on the internet at that point and people weren't positive which like people aren't going to be positive like you can't expect that i don't know i might have i might have scrapped with some people in the comment section i can't i can't lie and say that like i wouldn't because i don't know but you know that was that would have been something that definitely would have crossed my mind is just to go after them in the comment section i mean she's very mature for a 17 year old and i will give her that and Mm -hmm. obviously being a social media personality on the internet or just being on the internet means that you warrant some kind of hate, especially if you're like public figure. And I think she's handling that pretty yeah. well. But like for the most part, um, everyone on the internet is super supportive of her, and a lot of her following is Gen Z. Yeah. And oh, well, like yeah, like the young Gen Z. Yeah, like the young. Like we're technically Gen Z, but we're kind of old. Yeah. Well, we're on the cusp. Yeah. So like from '96 to like 2000 is like the cusp of millennial and Gen Z, and it's kind of up to you to be like which one you identify with more. I know, man. Because I know, like, like my roommate, who's, like, two years older than me, he's, like, nah, millennial. And I'm like, okay, Okay, enjoy being a millennial and all of those stereotypes. But he's old, though. I mean... He's, he's, like, two years older than me. Yeah, so. but, like, he just, his vibe is just old. Yeah, for those of you that don't know him, yeah, his vibe is is a much older guy. Like, yeah. he's he's just very relaxed, very chill. He's a great guy, but at the same time, 
you'd be surprised to know that he's only like two years older than me by the way he acts. He's, he's very mature for his age. Yeah. Just I like mean, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> I mean, see, I thought I was young and I was like cool and hip with the kids and then I met people who were like two years younger than me and they just know like way more stuff about like the internet and just nowadays well, yeah, I, I just mean, feel old I'm like yeah. I'm only 21 like what is happening it's, yeah it's very interesting just cause like typically with like how you identify generationally comes from like how like what you grew up with um, so like for me I grew up like mostly with like a 90s childhood because I had an older brother who like showed me all of his favorite cartoons all that type of stuff and so I was like and I, I didn't have a phone till I was like leaving middle school yeah. and that was when like everyone had a smartphone so like my first phone yeah it was a smartphone but because it was because like I got it like mm-hmm. when the only phones coming out were smartphones but like just like a couple years before that they were all flip phones slide phones whatever um, it's interesting because like for like for millennials and like I guess like the older Gen Z like the whole concept of coming out was this like big deal like yeah. oh my god like I have like I have to come out like to my parents like ah it's like a it's like a big deal but now what I've seen with a lot of younger Gen Z is that well basically everyone is on the LGBTQ spectrum or in the community I mean according to like a 2018 survey um, like a third of Gen Zers are in some way not straight I mean I have my own theories about people and how like I don't think anyone's 100% straight or 100% gay. I mean, I could catch some flack for that, but that's like you know not it's not necessarily backed by science or anything like that. It's just like from my experience. I feel like sexuality is just becoming way more accepted in the yeah, younger generation. It's it's a spectrum and it's fluid, so it's like it's not something that you can. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily like putting labels on it, especially absolutist labels. Right. But at the same time, if that's how you feel about yourself, and that's like how you identify, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock that. Like, if you say you're straight, I will accept you as straight. If you say you're gay, I'll accept you as gay. Whatever. Um, you know, that's just not how I feel about gender or sexuality in general. You know, I don't. I don't feel like they should. There should have to be labels. I understand why they exist. And I understand that some people need them. And I respect that. But I just, like, I don't see a need for them. And I think that's kind of how Gen Z is becoming, um, which is why I kind of more align myself with them. Also, when it comes to, like, being more relaxed about coming out and everything like that, you have to think younger Gen Z and, like, even some older Gen Z, like, a lot of their parents are a lot younger, right? So, like, a lot of millennials, their parents are still baby boomers. Like, you know, my parents are baby boomers because... My parents are a little bit older than average. That's fine. Um, But at the same time, you know, baby boomers in the house and they're typically more conservative. Typically, I'm not going to like, I'm not trying to out anyone who has like a super progressive baby boomer grandma or something. I'm not like going after them. But at the same time, it's, it's a cultural thing, right? And like Gen X, who are going to be like these younger Gen Z's parents, and millennials who are also these younger Gen Z's parents, they're a lot more progressive when it comes to like social issues, um, at the very least. Um, Speaking of which, like, um, you know, like like older generation, like it's it's kind of like a like some people are progressive, some people are not. Mm-hmm. But like, you still kind of see like whenever someone comes out, mm-hmm. you get a lot of. Uh, backlash from people just being like oh they don't want like the gay agenda pushed onto them yeah. you see a lot of that like what do you think about that like do you think there's been a progress in um 
like in the mentality of people regarding the LGBTQ community like and when is it going to be acceptable like I remember when uh, Elliot Page came out and a lot of people were supportive for the most part but Mm -hmm. then like you also had some people who were like well what do I call him now you know and it's like Elliot yeah Um, but yeah I I understand that and it's a little bit difficult to like speak for everyone because I don't want to speak for anyone but when it kind of comes out where someone's like, and you know, I see it with my dad too, because like we all watch Shameless, and there's like gay sex scenes and whatever, um, and like I notice he'll skip those scenes, but he won't like skip the straight ones. Um, granted, when I was a lot younger, he would because like he doesn't want me watching any sex scene. But then as I got older, I realized that he was only skipping the gay ones, um, and you know, it's because it makes him uncomfortable. And I think a lot of that has to do with you know, not first of all, not seeing it for a long time like anytime anyone says that someone's trying to push the gay agenda or like gay PDA etc like man if they just weren't so upfront about it yada 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 it's like well when was the last like sitcom that you saw where like the straight parents didn't kiss like multiple times but like when the gay men kiss you gotta skip it you know or in a show like Shameless where there's sex scenes like every other episode why you gotta skip the gay ones it's because it makes you feel uncomfortable because it's not part of mainstream media I mean it's becoming it but it doesn't yet I and mean like the same thing goes for like the Hallmark movie that yeah. they pulled and then cause people complain I mean it's it's on, it's, it's not like no one's trying to push a gay agenda there is no such thing as the gay agenda there are things that most people in the LGBTQIA plus community agree on and that's like more representation obviously um, things like that but there's no necessary agenda because it's not an organization. Right. You know, it's a community. There's a big difference. And it's, you know, some people are going to want certain things and other people are going to want other things because it's, you know, it's a spectrum of a community. But at that same time, we've all grown up seeing straight relationships, straight PDA, and it just being accepted, you know, straight sexuality. Um, being thrown at us and if you're going to argue with me then I would point you to like any tabloid section where it's like very obvious like straight sexuality um, or any like network television for the last however many years like if there was a gay character back in the 80s you know, at most, they would get, like, a peck on the cheek from their partner. Yeah, I mean, when Ellen came out, her show got canceled. Yeah. And just, I mean, again, with, like, the whole coming out thing, like, I mean, people, like, people who come out, like, nowadays, it's, like, I I feel like it's far more casual Mm -hmm. than it is. um, I think it gets to, I think, first, it depends on the person, because it depends on, like, you know, are you a celebrity? Obviously, like, if if you're, like, a JoJo Siwa, even if her parents didn't accept her, she has the money, she has the means to move out and, like, be fine. Right. But then there's someone who is 17 in Indiana in, like, I don't know, insert, like, a, like maybe a Shelbyville. If you don't know where Shelbyville is, it's it's a little, little, little more out there. I'm not going to drag Shelbyville because there might be someone listening. My family's from Shelbyville, so I drag Shelbyville quite a bit. Um, but, like, you know, there's Confederate flags on people's doorsteps and stuff there. Um and it's just like imagine being 17 and gay in growing up in like that town where your parents like you know they 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 take care of you obviously like but if you come out and they kick you out what's your backup plan right like are you going to live out of your car and work at burger king or something like that until you like maybe have enough for an apartment 
th- it's not an option for them to come out. So for some people, yeah, it's a lot easier to casually come out, especially if your parents are, you know, more accepting. And that's just how it's always been. But, you know, I think for celebrities coming out can be a lot more casual, like with JoJo Siwa. And granted, what she did was casual in the grand spectrum of celebrities coming out. But at the same time, it was like she still made it a little bit of a spectacle. I mean, like, I, that's what I'm saying, like, comparing celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, cele- celebrities, like, back in the day. I mean, like, for example, um, Lance Bass um, came out with, like, a people like people's cover and yeah. with, like, a giant headline that said, I'm gay. Um, and then, like, Ellen DeGeneres, like, she came out with a similar magazine cover in, like, 97. Yeah. And then, like, that derailed her career. So, I mean, like, if we're talking specifically celebrities, like, back in the day, like, it was much more well, of, yeah, like, of a course. big thing. And then we can talk about, like, Elton John, who initially yeah. came out as bi because he thought that would be, like, more accepted because it's like, hey, I still like women. He didn't, but, like, right. he thought it would be more publicly accepted. And it kind of was. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, he was like, well, the people that are going to hate me for being gay already hate me for being bi mo- for the most part. Um, or they're the people that think that it's a choice, and if I choose to be with a man, they're going to be mad. So he's like, screw it. I'm, I'm gay. And for him, you know, he had a, an established career. You know, his career, like, yeah, you can say he lost sales for it, or like Ellen, you know, it was derailed. But at that point, you're already a celebrity. You know, you already kind of have that safety net of, you know, your fans that are loyal, they'll help support you in that way. And then, like, you know, you probably, as long as you're smart with your money, then you have enough of it saved back to where you don't have to worry about living on the streets just because you're gay. It's just also interesting to see, like, um, how the public opinion has changed. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, like, back in the day, like, I I remember people being like, oh, my God, like, this person is gay. Like, it was just, like, such a big headline news. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at headlines from back in the day compared to, like, now with, like, Jojo Siwa, for mm-hmm. example, like, when I was doing research, it was just a lot of, like, congratulations, like, Jojo Siwa. Well, and, and to be fair, that's because a lot of mainstream media outlets have changed to be a lot more liberal. Yeah, it's like the public um, opinion. Has yeah, changed. the public opinion yeah. in general has changed because no one wants to seem politically incorrect um, except for the people that make their money off of being politically incorrect. Well, let me ask you this. Like, if there's mm-hmm. so many young people who don't identify as straight, then, mm-hmm. like, why do you think there's so many so much backlash whenever a celebrity comes out? Like, despite the public opinion changing. I mean, it's still a minority situation, you know? Even if it's, let's say it's one-third, right, you said? Yeah. Even if it's one third, that's still not the majority. So well, that's just Gen Z, though. Yeah, that's just Gen Z, um, and Gen Z would probably be the most progressive in that case. So it's definitely less for the other generations. So you're still not the, you're still not in the majority or even split. And then you have the people that are actively against it, and you know you've heard the term like the loud minority, right? And, you know, that's something that we see in so many cases where, like, a loud minority can really derail, and in, like, so many types of situations. Like, like, I don't mean to bring in the Capitol riots, but, like, that's a very loud minority of Americans who believe the things that those people believe and actively want to do the things that those people did. It's a very loud minority, but it's one that's obviously dangerous 
Um, and it's one that, like, again, uh, even on, like, TikTok, which is a very liberal platform overall, there's still a conservative side to TikTok. I've wound up on it on accident multiple times or because I've been sent there by gay TikTok to basically drag somebody because they're just being incredibly homophobic or transphobic. Like gay TikTok was like, go and fight the conservatives. Like, Pretty much. It happens very often. Um and those people, you see them, like, they don't seem phased. Like, whether they're phased or not, you'll never know because, you know, they just – I can't say the words that they would call us or call people that are telling them what they're doing is wrong because it's it podcast. Yes, it would be it's, – it's a lot of slurs and it's a lot of just, like, nonchalantness just, like – because they, they think and know – to themselves that they are correct, that they are right. I feel like that just applies to every person. Like, every person yeah. just thinks that their opinions are validated and completely mm-hmm. right. Which- yeah, and they, they, you get lost in echo chamber, which is very easy to do, especially with um, the way that modern media is crafted, is you never have to hear an opposing opinion if you don't want to. Um, and that's just kind of how that works. So, yeah, they, but they're very, like, even if they're in the minority, they're very loud. And they, they have their beliefs backed up by whatever they want to claim it is, whether it's religion, even though if you think that that's how that works, I stress you to actually, like, read the real translations of the Bible if that's what you're pulling from, especially since the word homosexuality didn't exist in the Bible until the early 1900s and the word that it was translated from actually translates to pedophile, yada, yada, yada. Um, we can see why the Catholic Church might want to change those words around. Anyways, I'm not trying to get into that right now. This isn't a super religious podcast. But the question is, like, you know, what about that loud minority, even though, like, they're really the majority still. Right. And they're loud. And they're, they, they're, they've stewed in their beliefs for so long, you're not going to change their mind. And they're going to actively tell you what they have to say, even if you don't care. Right. And so you're going to face backlash regardless. And it's going to happen. Like Ellen faced her fair share of backlash about it. And JoJo is going to face hers. Um, it's just but the difference is going to be who makes and breaks JoJo's career. I mean, it's just... And it's, 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 it's not that, the old people. It's just a thing that comes with being a celebrity. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, even if you are on the LGBTQIA spectrum, mm-hmm. per se, or not, like, you're still going to get hate, and I feel like that's just inevitable. But speaking of which, I mean, um, despite getting all that hate, uh-huh. you know that our society, like, is becoming more uh, accepting mm-hmm. uh, to LGBTQIA people and, like, the whole community. But um, there have been some instances with influencers coming out as bisexual or, or pansexual. pansexual. Yeah, like Tana uh, stepping on my territory. Oh god, uh, <laughs> Tana. Oh god, I'm gonna butcher her name. Tana Mojo. Yes. That's yeah. Not, okay, I was gonna completely butcher that. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can say Monjo, I guess. I've heard that a lot, Monjo? but like, yeah, I but say I say Mojo. Tana Monjo? Mojo. Yeah. Monjo? Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, and Bella Thorne. Uh-huh. So. Um, <laughs> As a, as a person who identifies more as, like, an older Gen Z millennial kind uh-huh. of person, I don't necessarily follow these influencers. But I, I just, did. I just have heard on, like, the social Twitter Twitterverse that, like, they did come out. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. I've, heard, I've heard conflicting opinions. I mean, like, I'm glad they were able to come out um, mm-hmm. and just be themselves. Like, yeah, I'm all for that. But I don't know. There's a part of me that's... I don't want to say sus. Yeah, I mean, there's always the question of, like, um, like and granted, like, I, I hate the fact that this is the case, you know, being one, but, like, when someone comes out as pansexual or bisexual, 
um, there's always the question of like, are you are you really gay? Like, are you just trying to fit in, right. or are you just trying to like pander, right? Um, and the only reason they get to say that is because pansexual and bisexual people can pass as straight, um, and a lot of them wind up in straight relationships. So when it comes to someone like Bella Thorne or Tana Mojo, who like it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. More specifically, like more so Tana Mojo, um, because Bella Thorne, you know, tragic childhood star all that stuff, like, didn't have a great childhood, had a lot of issues growing up. Um, and that's what happens with a lot of child stars in general. So, like, hers I'm, like, obviously less sus of, and I think a lot of people are, but with Tana Mojo, it just kind of came off the cuff, and then all of a sudden she's all about being gay. For And it, like, and it, a lot of people thought, like, well, is that just for the publicity? Is that just for the money? And then she, like, quote-unquote dated... Um, celebrity females like Noah Cyrus and Bella Thorne herself Um, and that seemed to end pretty nastily Um, and like who knows why but then you see like both of them immediately went back to men Um, which again like I don't mean to discredit anyone's sexuality because yes you can pass as straight if you're bi or pan my issue lies in if you are saying it because you think it'll get you more likes. Right. Um, and that's something that I think a lot of people have a problem with, obviously. Like, if you're if you're genuine, you're genuine, and I can't bash that. But if you're not being genuine and you're just doing it because it's hot and trendy, then I have a problem. See, okay, I do, I do agree to an extent, but that being said, I also never want to be the person that questions someone's sexuality. Oh, no, and I, I don't want to be that person either. And I don't want to, like, see, I don't want to just say, like, oh, they're doing it for clout and stuff like that, because I know a lot of people, myself included, have been questioning, sex, like, sexuality, like, and it's, it's very hard, because, like, yeah, like, you, like, you can date men. Um, or someone of, like, the opposite sex just because that's just socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. But does that, like... And maybe you're just doing that because you're scared of uh, society and, like, the backlash that you might get from society. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of validity behind that. Like, um, we, have a, we have a friend. Um, I won't say her name on here because I don't know who all she's out to, but, you know, she's bisexual, but she's scared to death to talk to women. Um, and it's it's very funny um, to watch her try, and I don't know. I always get a kick out of it. But we, especially we like, from, like the nicest. Yeah, we love her. She's awesome. But like, it's so funny because she's so confident around guys. Like she like dominates a conversation with a guy. Like she like she'll put a guy in his place. But as soon as like she tries to talk to a girl to flirt in like any way, she like crumples. And it's very funny to me to watch. Um, and, you know, and, like, obviously I'm there for her, and I, like, I try to help. I do my best. But at the same time, it's her journey, not mine. Right. But whenever, like, I have a friend that is, like, starting to question, right, you know, I'm always the one they text, which is very funny to me. Because they're like, hey, I have, like, these feelings. I don't know if I'm, like, if I'm gay, if I'm bi, if I'm pan, uh, if I'm bi-curious, et cetera. And I'm like, you know, it's completely valid. And they're like, but I'm so scared to, like, start saying that I am X, Y, or Z, like whatever we, whatever we come to terms with, like whatever the, um, label for whatever they're feeling would be. And that's kind of what labels are for is to kind of bring people 
a little bit of security in who they are. Like they can kind of attach themselves to it. Um, it can get dangerous if you do that too much, but at the same time, it helps them think through and like um, research and figure out like, is this what I am? Right. And whenever they they're like, what if I what if I'm wrong? What if I come out as bi and then I find out that I I actually don't like girls? It was just like you know I, it was a thought or like maybe I. Um, thought I was pan, turns out I'm just bi. Or I thought, you know, what if I thought and then I wasn't? And my response is always, that doesn't matter. You're allowed to, you're allowed to question, you're allowed to experiment, you're allowed to, um, you know, go through that with yourself. It's your own personal journey. And if someone like questions you, like let's say I come out as bi tomorrow and next week I'm like, actually I'm pan. Like I did, I did more research or I did something and I found this out about myself. They're like, weren't you bi last week? It's like, well, screw you. I found that out about myself. It's my journey, not yours. It's my identity, not yours. Who cares? And I feel like a lot of people feel like they're dictated by what society thinks. Like they have to live their life the way society dictates. I feel like that's just even more harder um, when you're a celebrity and when yeah. you're an influencer because you, like, your life is constantly broadcasted. Yeah, you're society. under a microscope. Right, and, like, everyone ha- is entitled to an opinion about you and your life and your sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's why I felt a little bit hesitant to um, kind of kind of criticize Tana because, yeah. it like, one, it's her journey. Like, she like she can do whatever she wants because she, uh, uh, she came out on Twitter and uh, her quote is, it's also Pride Month and I haven't had the chance to go hard for my LGBTQIA plus babies, but I be about pansexual as hell and, and I stand for you all. So that's what she said on Twitter. And then she elaborated a bit more on an Instagram post, which is, the caption is just far too long for me to read, so I'm mm-hmm. just going to leave that up to you, the listeners, to go check that out if that's of interest. But she elaborated a bit more, and then she posted a YouTube video about yeah. it. And I mean, like, good for her, honestly. Like, good if if it's like, yeah, if it's all genuine, and I, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not trying to be the person that questions your sexuality. Um, timing was interesting for that, and also like also. her, like, well, first, like, she waited till Pride Month, um, which, like, granted, a lot of people come out at Pride, like, when they go for their first time or something like that. Um, That's not unheard of. But for her and her situation to do so in the way, like, and, like, she'll said, I haven't gotten a chance to show love to my LGBTQIA, did she say LGBTQIA plus? Or, okay. At least she was, like, accurate. Um, But, like, for her to say, like, I haven't gotten a chance to show love for my LGBTQIA plus babies, that's where I kind of have an issue like you are this person with this huge platform granted she's known for being controversial so it's not like she's scared or she would have been scared to show support if that makes sense i mean she's also was married is married to jake Paul. yeah that and that was a whole other thing that, that was after all that um after? yeah because she was dating bella thorne first okay um don't really keep up with this. I it was. I, I kept up with Bella Thorne just because she was dating Maud's son, and so by satellite, I kept up with Tana Mojo, I guess, because they were in like a weird throuple thing for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> and then like after they all broke up, like Tana and Maud's son got together for a little bit, and then like I guess Tana like kind of screwed him over. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that. This isn't about 
their straight relationships. Um, we're talking about gay. We're talking about the gay. I diagnose you with the gay. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so Tana, I don't know. It was, it was, just, it was one of those situations where, like, you know, where was the love before you came out? Right, I, and I feel like as an influencer and just as a public figure, you should kind of use that voice to promote uh, things that you care about. Because in her Instagram post, like, she's um, she's saying, like, yeah, I struggle with it. I hate people telling me that I'm straight or discrediting my relationship. Um, yada, yada, yada. Like, it hurts my heart to be posting about pride, knowing that the rights of trans people were secretly ripped from them. Like... I, like, I will use the way that angers me to fight for change. And, like, that's quotes from her Instagram post. Yeah, um, I just, I'm curious as to what she's done since then to do that. Right, And, like, has she? Like, she did some songs with, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, uh, Lil P-H-A-G. So it's 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 the it's the gay slur but spelled with a ph. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Let's, I'm just going to not. Um anyway, I like his music. I like the production of his music. It's Elijah Daniel, if you know who that is from like if you're like from YouTube, I guess. Um and he makes music about pretty much just about being gay. Um and like basically club songs for gay people, which is really cool. Um and Tana Mojo like hopped on I think two of them. And I, I was, first of all, I didn't know she was, she rapped. Was she a good rapper? Uh, that's, that's, that's a topic that's for remixed. Um, maybe, who knows? Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of subjective. No, but I kind of want to know, though. Like, it's, what's, what's, your, what's your opinion on this? It, for what it was, it wasn't horrible. But at the same time, it was just like, it, it's, it's a song about uh, just kind of like being, like, I don't know, just being boss. I don't know. And just kind of like. I don't know. Catch up, catch up the more in-depth analysis on it, yeah, maybe. another episode of Remix. We'll see perhaps. if I decide to stoop to that level. Perhaps. Um, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I might run out of ideas. Um, Hopefully that never happens. She also had a song called Hefner, um, uh, which is basically like about her getting with your girl. Um, okay. Which like, good for you. Um, like, I'm, I'm here for those songs. But my question is, like, did she donate to any LGBTQIA right. uh, plus groups? Did she, like, go to a pride as, like, um, like part of an event? Did she, like, what what has she done for the community? Because it sounded like she wanted to. like Or she, she, she said that she was going to. Um, so in your eyes, like, what if someone does come out mm-hmm. as like LGBTQIA plus like on that mm-hmm. spectrum community like in your eyes like what should they do? So it, it, it kind of depends. Be- you don't have to do anything. I'm not going to question your validity, no matter what. Like I'm going to be like curious as to like whether or not you mean what you say. Um, and I obviously, if I find out that you, you know, came out for clout, then I'm going to be very upset, and I will. I, I will do my part in not, you know, watching anything you're in or whatever it is. Um, but, like, when it comes to anyone using their platforms, I don't think we should try to strong arm anyone into doing so simply because, like, I think that's toxic. Like, telling someone, like, you have a platform, you have to use it. Right. It's, that's problematic. Like, it's easy for us to just sit in the studio and just point fingers. Yeah. Like, we don't have that pressure on us. We don't have that life. Like, Tyler Joseph from 21 Pilots, he almost got canceled simply for literally doing nothing. Like, that was basically what he said, because, like, 
I can't remember. He made like a joke on his Twitter where it was like, uh, everyone's telling me to like use my platform, et cetera, et cetera. And he like, he made a weird, like it, it was a dumb joke. Uh, it wasn't a bad joke. It was just like, you know, yeah, one of those things where it's like, yeah, clearly everyone like probably talk, like tells him you have this platform, you have to use it for whatever reason. Technically. And he don't. doesn't, he doesn't, you can't make him do anything. You can't make anyone support anything, even if you think they agree with it. However, if you're like Tana, who in that Instagram post said that she's going to like take what makes her angry and like turn it into something good. And like that to me says, I'm going to do my part and actively help organizations that, mm-hmm. you know, aid, like whether it's LGBTQIA plus youth, um, or like any like something else, you know, like you're you're that to to me that means you're gonna be there for the community, right? To me that means you're going to do your part in like aiding the community in whatever struggles they may have. Yeah, and I mean in her post she specifically says like um she will fight for change. Yeah, and what is she doing to do that? Right. I haven't heard of her doing anything. Granted, I don't follow her, so maybe she did something. Any Tana fans, if you are updated on her if, whereabouts and like if, if whatever you know she's that doing, she's what she's done as a philanthropist to the LGBTQIA yeah. plus community, besides make a couple songs that I don't think any of that money went anywhere. Right, and I mean like if my thing is that like yeah, I never want to discredit someone for coming out. But that being said, like if you like if you specifically say like I want to make change and like, yeah, then follow up on your word. I don't think like that just I, it doesn't. That's a just, general. That doesn't just apply to, to like celebrities. Yeah, to celebrities or uh, LGBTQIA plus. Like that's like if anyone, if anyone gets on any platform and promises something and then doesn't follow up yeah. immediately, like. That's a problem. Well, Sam, if I said I would give you $100 and, and then you I, didn't give me $100, I'd be upset. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be too mad because, like, I would assume you were kidding. But if you said it genuinely, like, like let's say you, like, you won the lottery and you're like, I'm just going to give you $100. I'd be like, heck yeah. And then you didn't give me $100. Funny kinda that whack. you ask. Oh, no. <laughs> just kidding. I am broke. So. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, any kind of a promise like that that's not followed up, you know, and that that's, like, that goes on the political spectrum. That goes on, like, every spectrum. Um, that's just true for that case. And it's just, like, I understand why a lot of people feel the need to be a little bit flashy when they come out i understand that logic like you want to tell the world something that you've been keeping repressed for so long that's been literally bubbling up um gen z in general hasn't really had that like where they like feel the need to like you know bubble up and just be like i'm gay or whatever because it's so casual because it's a lot more casual again that's probably because you know they've been raised by more progressive parents and in a more accepting society just the fact that we're able to have this conversation about sexuality and just coming out shows the fact that like how gen z is just so open to sexuality you know like i heard on twitter like a bunch of millennials like um there's like a couple articles written Mm -hmm. by millennials being like huh i was kind of um I wouldn't say, like, weirded out, but they were, like, surprised with, like, the casuality yeah. of how um, JoJo Siwa just came out, right? Because yeah. they're, like, that generation is just so used to, like, that big, like, surprise, like, I'm gay kind yeah, of. Yeah, or, uh, like, like building it up and, like, the suspense. because And, again, that, that stems from not having a proper support system growing up. It's just, like, that generational skip. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, when I was in middle school, like, you could make fun of someone for being gay. Like, that was just a thing you could do. Like, yeah. now if you do that, you get sent to the principal. 
Right. You know? Um, I mean, people would say, like, the F slur. Yeah. On just, like, Call of Duty and, like, I, I would yeah. hear I mean, and that's, that's, that's that hasn't changed. I can promise you that. That part hasn't really changed. <laughs> I, um, I wish it did. But, like, that, that's, that hasn't changed, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. But I'm talking about, like, what's accepted societally, right. you know? Um, like, you talk about, like, like I talk about, like, with my parents, like, when my dad was growing up, like, you could say the N-word in his high school hallway, and no one was black, by the way. Um, but you could just, like, you could let it fly, and wow, you wouldn't really? catch any flack. In the middle of nowhere, Indiana? Yeah. Um, Would have never guessed. Yeah, but, and, and the same was kind of true for, for that slur in, you know, in my middle school hall, you know, and I'm sure... You know, to my niece and nephew, when they're old enough to understand, if I like, if I tell them that, they'd be like, "You could say what?" Yeah. Like you know, and it, it's gonna be bad. Um, and you know, maybe they're gonna look back on my generation with condemnation, just like I look back on previous generations. Like that's just, and that, and that's what should happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't look back and be like, "That was okay." No, it wasn't. It was accepted at the time. That doesn't make it okay. Right. Um. So in this case, it's like, I'm glad to see. A generation where coming out is not a big deal, yeah. you know, and as big of a deal as it is for each individual person, because it is a big deal, you know, you're basically putting a target on your back um, for wherever you go for the people, for the loud minority, if they're the minority, but they're still the majority. Um, and, you know, for that bias to kind of be cast on you, like if I come out on social media and then I'm up for a job, if whoever's scouting for that job doesn't agree with that. I might not get called in for the interview. You know, that's that's still a thing. You know, we've made progress, but we're not there yet. And so, like, I think people coming out in the way that JoJo Siwa did, you know, a kind of, you know, a lighthearted, spirited way, um, but it's also relatively casual. And then, like, following up with, like, being open to questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfectly fine and perfectly healthy. But I don't think that that discredits anyone that makes a big deal about coming out. You know, if, you know, if you, like, as a celebrity or as a person have been repressed with your sexuality for however long and you felt for whatever reason you couldn't come out and now you just want to just take that deep breath and just let it all out. Yeah. Fine. Do it. Throw a party. I don't, you know, however, there's no wrong way to come out, if that makes sense. But don't do it for any other reason than for yourself. And I think that's that's kind of what I'm getting at because I think it kind of sounded like I was trying to discount Tana Mojo um, and other celebrities like her that have come out, and that's not what I'm trying to do. Right? Don't don't get us wrong. We're not trying to be like, oh, they only came out for clout. Like, yeah, yeah, and, good for them that they and did. And it's again, I don't want to see, like, and I don't want to say I don't want to see parties or things like that. That's just like I'm like I'm gay AF. Like randomly, not especially now. Please don't party now yeah, during don't, the pandemic. Yeah, please. Uh, if you party, uh, I guess like what? What's the rule? Like ten people or less, and like maintain social distancing, wear your masks. I don't know. Just, just don't even party, you guys. Like, <laughs> but yeah, and, and again, like if you if you want to come out, make sure you're safe. Make sure you're in a supportive environment. Make sure you're not putting yourself in any unnecessary danger. There's always going to be danger in coming out. Um, like I mentioned before, with like jobs or just in general, especially if you live in certain areas, um, it's it's just dangerous. Um, so be safe first, please. I'm begging you. Um, you know you're worth so much more than you know that one like act of defiance. I guess like you can do so much more with your life once you get to a safe place and once you come out safely. Uh, and like I don't want you getting kicked out of your house if you're a minor. Um, 
that's always something that's possible. But yeah, don't come out for any other reason than for yourself. Don't come out because you feel like you have to. Don't let anyone try to force it out of you. Like if you confide in a friend that you might be bi-curious or you think you might be bisexual, pansexual, etc., don't let them pressure you into coming out or saying anything that you don't that you're not sure of. And if you aren't sure and you still feel like telling people, that's fine too. It's your journey, it's your sexuality. Sexuality can change on a flip of a coin when you especially when you're growing up. Um or you might just not know of a term or something else out there. So yeah, you can do your own research. You can look for help. There's there's um, you know there's people online that want to help you. There's people in your life that I'm sure want to help you, whether you realize it or not. And yeah, so confide in the people that you can confide in safely. Um, come out only when it's safe and only when it's for yourself. Don't let anyone pressure you into doing so. Um, and if they out you, they are a bad person and don't feel bad about telling them that they're a bad, horrible, horrible, horrible person. Okay. And on that lovely, lovely, lovely <laughs> positive note, uh, that was that signals the wrap of another wonderful episode of The Coven. Make sure to tune in next week as we talk about even more fun stuff. So thank you everyone for joining and that's all for The Coven. I'm your host, Shweta Sundarajan, and joining me today was... Sam Shipe. Go listen to Remixed. All right, see you guys.